This Torah class is brought to you by TorahAnytime.com. Okay, some of you know I'm a Levi. And uh, in the shul they give me aliyah sometimes. And although Thursday we didn't lay the parsha on uh, Shabbos Mincha, I got the aliyah. And the Levi's aliyah ended with Leishamu El Maishar Ruach Mehavaydakash. We know we don't end up, we don't end an aliyah with a dover she'enaytay. We usually don't stop an aliyah in a place where it's not good. So it disturbed me why we finished the aliyah with I mentioned it to the Balkaire. He said at least I mentioned it to him also. It's a very strange thing that that we end attend an aliyah with something that's not uh, that's not. Good. It's funny because in Pasha Shmais, the Levi's Aliyah, I don't mean Shabbos, I mean the weekday Aliyah ended with the Yakutsu Bnei Yisrael, which also doesn't sound so good, the Yakutsu Bnei Yisrael, but I figured maybe, you know, it's, uh, it's a good thing the Goyim are not so fond of the Jews. It avoids assimilation. But Lashom HaMashi, because the Kash is very, very hard. So. I don't really have a good answer to it. Uh, someone did show me that in some of the Svardi Sidurim, they have the, the break differently, both last week and this week, where the ladies' aliyah ends. That doesn't answer the question, but at least it uh, shows that somebody was worried about it. But anyway, I decided I'll look into the Pasuk a little and uh, see what it says on <coughs> not that it necessarily answers the question. There's not Chaim HaKadosh on the Pasuk. It's uncharacteristically short. I don't know if this is the shortest Archaim HaKadosh in the Al-Chumish, but it's certainly uh, one of the shortest. And he says something uh, interesting. He says, Lashama HaMashim Ruach he says, He says, because they weren't B'nai Tyre, they didn't, they didn't listen. This is the Archaim HaKadosh, going back, the expression B'nai Tyre today is a, means you're part of the yeshiva world. The Archaim HaKadosh, you have to know why, what his definition of B'nai Tyre was, it certainly wasn't associated with how a person dresses, or uh, it's something, something much more significant. Is Lashon what? Okay. Yeah, I understand. But Archaim HaKadosh is referring to them that they weren't B'nai Torah. I mean, the Torah wasn't given yet, so they didn't have that. Okay. So maybe that's why they weren't B'nai Torah. <laughs> anyway, that's the Lashon of the Archaim HaKadosh. That's, that's the whole Lashon. So it needs a little bit of a beer what right? it means they weren't B'nai Torah. I mean, they were, they were suffering in Mitzrayim. And Lashom HaMashah, because they were suffering in Mitzrayim, so uh, a little hard to know exactly what, uh, what it's referring to. And I guess it needs an explanation what it means in uh, B'nai Torah. What's this dargav of, of B'nai Torah that the Archaim is referring to, that somebody who is a B'nai Torah would not, Stumble and it's the It needs it needs a good explanation, and it's hard to know exactly what the Rachaim personally what he meant. 
but we could try to look around and see a, a Havana in, in what the Pasik means. Uh, there's another problem with this Pasik, uh, another difficulty that at the snap, Maishu Rabbeinu said, Maishu Rabbeinu said that they're not going to believe me. Oh, did he get in trouble, right? He gets harassed, right? The first recorded Mitzrayim Chomish, Maishu Rabbeinu got harassed for it. He said, "Hey, Amino," and the Rebbeinu Shlomo said, "What? Amino b'nei Amino." Okay, and then we start to we come to this parasha, and it says, "Loshav Olmeishim," because you're chaved the kasha. It's a little, uh, little troubling. What does it mean? Rebbeinu Shlomo said, "They will believe you." And when he first came, they believed him, but Lamaisa Meishim's fears played out. So it, it needs a, a certain amount of of beer, a certain amount of hesver. So it, it takes us back to the Rambam's pshat in Moshe Rabbeinu and Kaviyachal Rabbeinu arguing on Hengla Yaminu. Uh, let's learn the Rambam and see. But one thing, one thing before we go anywhere, however you understand it completely, the idea of Bnei Shehem, Eina Bnei Taira, what it means here is this. Ruach Kasha is pshat. They were unhappy. They were suffering. That means that emotionally, they didn't. The, the lack of belief came from an emotional place. If someone, we say someone doesn't believe because he's suffering, that means his brain is mukhan to believe. But etzem, if he wouldn't be he'd be he would have believed. He would believe. When the Torah says that they didn't, they didn't believe. It means. That if not for Kaitsurach Avedakasha, they would have. The Kaitsurach Avedakasha changed their beliefs. Now, suffering shouldn't change what you believe in. But a human being is affected by, by his life, by his emotion. And a human being, we try to be driven by our brains, by our, by our, by our seichel. When a person has an emotional factor in his decision making so the, the emotional factor sometimes, maybe oftentimes, overrides what, what his seichel is telling him and when it's such a suffering by like Klai Yisrael in, in, in Eretz Mitzrayim then certainly so the Pashup Shat and the Pasik means they were mukhan to believe the Kaitzer Ruach the emotional tone that the Sheba Mitzrayim took on them is what prevented it. Which means to say that, that they, their ability to, to follow their, their seichel, that was mukhan to be mamin, was based on the certain struggles that they were going through. Now truth is not truth if, if you're in a good mood and not truth if you're in a bad mood. Emotion doesn't make something true or not true. If something is... is, is uh, is something which is objectively uh, believable. So the fact that someone's in a bad mood doesn't make it less believable. But it means that the person, the, the person is not a clean muchan to, to follow his seichel because he's, he's struggling, he's suffering with something. When the Archaim HaKadosh says, whatever he means exactly by B'nai Torah, but he definitely means 
that there's a darga that he's calling B'nai Torah that means that the seichel carries over the emotion of the moment. The seichel carries over the emotional feelings that you have. Sometimes, sometimes you feel bad because of something. Sometimes you feel down because of something. Sometimes it's a major event in, in a person's life that makes them feel down, and sometimes it's uh, you know, just stubbing your toe or uh, getting a flat tire on the road. It doesn't leave you in a good mood. So, so the, the emotional piece of it, that that took control, that's what, that's what the, what the Archaim is referring to. He's referring to the idea that Kaitzeruach, Avay the Kasha, could make Klai saw the side of it. It's true in that. Fishayna Menetairah. The job of Eventairah is to know that, that he has to remove his Nagiyas from something and make a decision based on, on, on what's, what's the right thing to do. A person can be in a bad mood. That's not an excuse to Timachal Shabbos. not an excuse to eat Trefus. not an excuse to do an Aveira. That, that's the, the key understanding of, of the beer in this passage. That they didn't listen for emotional reasons. So, so Chaim HaKadosh, he didn't say emotionally, it was based on an emotional thing. And he says a little more than that, but first, let's go back to the Ram. And the Rambam, in Yisai De Atayra, is uh, it's unusual because he says He's talking about you say the Atira, but he says actually a beer in the conversation at the snare. The conversation in the snare was Kadish Baruch said, I'll believe you. And Mashamir said, No, they won't. Very strange thing to say to God. Rashim says that you go to my God class, so they'll believe you. He says, Hang like So the Rambam is Masbarit, but first he starts with starts with his side. The Rambam's side in Parakhas if you say the Atira. Is not talking about the snare, and he's not talking about Pashas Va'era. He's talking about Klai Yisrael in the Midbar. Klai Yisrael didn't believe Maishra Beinu because he performed miracles. Someone's belief is based on magic, miracles. Maybe he's doing it uh, through magic. That doesn't prove. It's funny because the Prashim told Tomesh Rabbeinu, do these three ISIS and then they'll believe you, right? The said the opposite of this Rambam. So the Rambam will explain. But the Prashim said, Maishra, they won't believe you. He said, okay, I'll give you ISIS. The Rambam says, no, Christ doesn't believe. Because of because of ISIS, someone of these ISIS doesn't last. Ella kala ISIS shasa ma'isha ba midbar lefiat zayruch hasan. He's talking about the man, etc. Ba mehem inu bay, ba ma'imin asinai sheinenu rov v'loizar as neimu shomu v'loyacher ha'esha kares v'lapidim. So Maimon Arsinai is the is the uh, is the key to the Amun of, of, of Am Yisrael. The Amun that we have from all the Dairis starts from, from Harsinai, not from any miracle Harsinai. But Harsinai, Kha Yisrael, 
knew. They knew with certainty. They, they, however, a human being could be margish and see of God, they were margish it. The Rambam says, How do I know this? People are going to hear me speaking to you, so Rana says here that in Mitzrayim with all the Isis and all the Makis and everything there was an Amunah but there was an Amunah Sheesh by Daifi there was an Amunah that, that's not Amunah Lailam and Harsinai it was a Bachay Aminah Lailam it was a Klayusol sensed in a real way when a person senses it, that's, uh, that's, uh, that's the source of the Amuna of Klai Yisrael. It's a Messiah that we have from, from my previous generations. So the question is, so why was Maish Rabbeinu so busy with all, with all of the miracles? If, if the miracles is not really the Makar of Amuna, why was Maish Rabbeinu busy doing miracles, the whole parasha? Why did Elio did miracles at Harkamel? Elio brought down fire at Harkamel. Really, the biggest riot to the Rambam are the miracles at Har Carmel. There are a lot of things, if you don't learn Navi, you could be perfectly happy. But if you learn Navi, it, something disturbs you. It, to me, it's a Nakuda, every Ni'ila on Yom Kippur. The highlight, the Ni'ila, is we say Hashem Olekim, Hashem Olekim seven times. Wonderful. Who said Hashem Olekim? Klai Yisrael, Har Carmel. They stood at Har Carmel. Aliyah Navi, you heard of Harakamel? It's an Aftar, it's a very long Aftar. Aliyah at Harakamel, he made it, he, he, he had the, the Tumas Bayach, right? If the Abal said, he told the Abal, you bring fire down from heaven, I'll bring that. <coughs> they tried, they didn't succeed. And then, uh, then uh, Aliyah said, and fire came down from, from heaven. So people said, wow, how can heaven? Hashem Olekim, they said seven times, which seems to be a steer into the Rambam. The Rambam says, that's Emunah. So if you learn Navi, you see, it's Mamish the Rambam. Because at Har Sinai, they said, wow, Hashem Olekim, Hashem Olekim, they said. And then the, the next two Pesukim, and three Pesukim later, after Achav goes home and it rains, and then the next pair begins, they're running after Elio to kill him. He has to run away. Nobody's protecting him. He runs from the Ten Shvat into Beersheba down to the, to the Negev Midbar to run away. The Mamesh of the Ramam says it was in Amuna, but it was Amuna, it didn't last. So why did Leo do it? Leo didn't notice Ramam. It bothers me. We say Hashem Olekim, Hashem Olekim by Nila, and, and there Hashem Olekim didn't last. And it became the, like the call to Amuna that we have Hashem Olekim a bunch of times. Unfortunately, a lot of us are that way in Kippur, you know, like Hashem Olekim really mean it, but, uh, but then you wake up the next morning. But maybe it's the challenge of Hashem Olekim, I, I don't know. It, it's, it's always, it always strikes me when, when we say it. I mean, I say it and I mean it, but... Uh, so the Rama explains that too. The Rama says, V'zeh hu sh'amra kadish baruchu, b'tchilas nevuasai, he's going out to the snap. At the snare, Rabbi Yisham tells Maish Rabbeinu, They're going to hear you. 
Hamayshah says, no, the Heilai Yaminu be. God said, Shamalukalech. So this is how the Ram explains the Pesukim. Yada Hamayshah Rabbeinu. Shamamin al-Piyaisi esyeshmili b'daifi. He believed the Rav Shalom. Rav said, Shamalukalech. I'll give you ice ice and they'll listen to you. So, Hamayshah Rabbeinu believed Rav Shalom. But he said, that's not a good enough emunah. I'm going to do Isai, so they're going to believe me? And, and that, that's Hashem, that's why you're sending me? That's Hena Yaminu Li. The miracles were to take people that were Kaitzer Ruach, Navayda Kasha, People who are who are in a in a bad in a bad situation, and get them going. So he says, beautiful by the snare. It says zelachahais. So Ramah says like this. He says there's the temporary ice and there's the permanent ice. So he gave them the ice. First, first he said, My Shrabenu was Muchan, uh, was, was told to go and he would do, the, he would do whatever miracles. My Shrabenu said, said to Rabbi Shalom, I, I don't want to go with a Bidiyavitz case. I don't want to go with a B'diyavik case. I want to go, I'm going to go with him making a muna that's, that's Yeshacharea Daifi. So Vaisham told him it's only temporary because, because, uh, you know what the real is? So basically, what the Rabbim is saying is that there are two dargas. Is the darga of a person who's miktani uh, a person who's not uh, not so intelligent? Well, he can be very intelligent, but he's emotionally distressed. You have a person who's who's not uh, who's not there, not there. Yet. So first, you have to get him in the door. So what do you do? First, you invite him to the Shabbos table. You teach him cholent. You teach him kugel. So he's going to come in Yid because of Kugel and Shalom. No, no. He's not going to Yid Kugel and Shalom. Yesh Bezet Daifi. No one's going to be. But how do you get him in the door? You get him in the door, you get him started. And then there's the Tabdus the Kemal Harazet, and there's the Avaida part, the idealistic part of it, the, uh, the part that a person uh, tries to have a Hakar of the Rabbi Nishlam as much as we could in our generation. So essentially what the Ramam is saying is this. A person is controlled very much by his emotions. Everybody. Everybody has times when he's a good mood, times when he's in a bad mood, times when he's worried, times when he's not worried. Sometimes it has to do with reality. Sometimes it has nothing to do with reality. It, it has to do uh, with, uh, with uh, the mood a person might be in. It could be for a hundred reasons. We're human beings. We're governed by our feelings, by our emotions. The the Ramam says, means this first step. The first step 
the difficulty of getting them in the door in the first place, they're not holding. They're not holding by a, by a full emun. They're not holding by it. Even though Kaddish Baruch Hu said they're going to believe you, but the real belief that Kaddish Baruch Hu told them is al when you get to Ar-Sinai. When you get to Ar-Sinai, then right now, we're not holding there. So then the Kuda that the Rambam is saying is Pshat and the Psukim. It's interesting. The Rambam doesn't even explain Psukim. The Rambam is saying Pshat and the Psukim. And it's interesting if you're going to take out the snare and look at the Seder Psukim and try to fit it in. There's a Prichadosh in the back that talks about how it fits into the Seder Psukim in the, in the Likutim here in the Frankel Rambam. But, but there, certainly the Rambam is saying this. Now, now the Rambam is not only talking about the Klai Yisrael Har Sinai. And certainly when the Rechai Chaim HaKadr says uh, he's not telling you a historical perspective he's talking about about the way we as human beings work the Yiddishkeit is based on a, a tremendous amount of the idealism tremendous amount to be a from a Yid we, we sacrifice a lot we sacrifice a lot Baruch Hashem we live in a in a time in a community where, you know, if someone screams a bad word at you, that's called anti-Semitism. We live in a relatively wonderful time. But a Yid, it's not, uh, it's ain't a dino. The effort a person puts in, I was learning this, the 10th grade I learned with one, one, uh, one lunchtime a week. So in the ninth barrack. So he was sitting here, I was learning with him, a very complicated Gemara. We finished the Gemara, I told him, you know, the state, uh, the state Department of Education it feels the yeshivas are not teaching adequately. I said, I guarantee you, if I take the chancellor of the Board of Ed and I try to explain this Gemara to him, he's not going to follow. No way he'll follow the, 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 the weaving back and forth that particular piece of Gemara. There's no way he's going to follow it. You know, like... What, what a Yiddish boy does to, to, to focus, to be in yeshiva all day, it's just, it's, it's just a, it's a totally different world. When you go, when you go if, you're, if you're on the way to yeshiva and you pass the, the train station, you see people running onto the train, you see a guy running with his coffee cup. He was in bed six minutes ago. You know, he just rolled out of bed, put on his clothing. Maybe, maybe he, you know, he stopped to do something else, but... He could have been in bed, you know, ten minutes ago now. And then you see uh, from Yid, you know, he got up early. He died with a million. He learned daf yaimi. And, uh, you know, maybe he went home to get his kids off to school. And uh, he, by him, his day is well into well his day. We have 24 hours, and they have 24 hours. But we have to put in Davide uh, Sashem part of it. A yid, a yid gives up a lot to, to be from a Yid. And there are pressures and stresses in life. The B'chai Yamin Ulam is when a Yid's brain could control what he's doing, when a person's Seichel could control. The emotion controlling, it's a dangerous thing. It's really a dangerous thing. Doing miracles, it really plays on the emotions of a person. It plays on the emotions. Every once in a while, uh, in Kla Yisrael, in our generation, there's... Uh, Reports of miracles, and you know, because of Shabbos he was saved, and you know, the bullet hit his tillum and it didn't kill him, and all these exciting stories. 
which prove nothing. You don't prove anything that's a barrier. It's nice, nice to hear good news about people. True, not true, but they're imaginative and, and they're nice. So it's good, you know, it's, you know, you can turn a stick into a snake, it's very nice. But that's not, that's a munashesh by daifi. It's not, you know, it's, it's a nice thing. Every once in a while, Kosh Baruch winks at you and you see that he's there. But at the end of the day, it's, uh, what, what makes a person make it is by training himself that, that his, his seichel has to control his head more than his emotion. With people, no one succeeds. It's not shy to be like a robot that your brain controls everything and your emotion doesn't control it. We're human beings. But in Kolzad, that's the Avaida. The Avaida of Ben Tyre. So Rechaim HaKadosh is saying, very much fits well with, uh, with what the Rambam is saying, the Yamuna Lo'elam doesn't come from, uh, from, from anything but a Maimer HaSinai. And the Yamuna Shiesh Baidaifi is also worth something. Not worth nothing, it's also worth something. And that's how you sort of got Klai Yisrael in the door when they were Kaitzeruach and Avayda Kasha. That was the Haskhalo. Haskhalo was with the, with the Makis that, that took place. Now, the, Rambam, the Rachaim HaKadosh, the short piece, says something more. He says, Lo yishamu neishalahiya ben Taira, ki ha Taira merchevest daite shaladam. Merchevest libay shaladam, he says. Libay means the emotions. Leib is the emotions, and Rosh is the head. Everything a person does, you do either based on your heart or based on your head. You don't do anything else. Sometimes you stumble. Uh, anything you do, you do deliberately is based on one of two things. Either your brain told you to do it or your emotions told you to do it. You have to figure out sometimes why you're doing it. If you raise your voice and scream at somebody, which is usually the brain tells you it's a waste of time, but the heart tells you, uh, you know, the cast is, is in the heart. It's, 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 you know, the person gets angry. Now, if... If something's, uh, something's going to get hurt, there's something falling on him, you scream, get a, move away, so that's your brain talking. But when, uh, you know, when he blocked in your car, you're screaming at him, that's your emotions talking. You're usually screaming, especially to people you know, uh, has the opposite effect. The short-term effect might be good, but it doesn't, uh, the cast is totally in, in the lay of the brain. It doesn't make any sense. The Nakuda that, that our Chaim is telling us is Tareh Merchavis Libay Shaladam. What is it Merchavis Libay? Our Chaim says a few words. But the lave is the seat of emotion. Human beings naturally respond to emotion. We respond to pain, we respond to suffering, and we respond the other way to success and to joy in different ways. In different ways. Tareh Merchavis Libay Shaladam. What does that mean? It means that somebody who's, who's connected to Tyra, his emotion is connected to his seichel. His emotion is connected, connected to the seichel. And um, you know, someone's described to me his uh, being stuck in downtown Pittsburgh, the rough in Pittsburgh at the time, uh, the year the Steelers won the Super Bowl. You heard of the Super Bowl? The Steelers won the Super Bowl, so what are they doing? Steelers won the Super Bowl. Well, they were riding, and, uh, and he was stuck in a car with all the traffic. And he said this big uh, 
heavy, hoodlum-looking guy came over to him and said to him, by the window, you know, he was stuck in traffic, he says, one, we're number one. He said, yeah. So he tells him, go like this, one, we're number one. He started, started thinking, if it's Yarek Valyavar or not, the, uh, the but okay, he said, he'll say one, he'll have a mind, he means God is number one, and he says, yeah, number one. What's going on? Why are they happy that the Steelers won the Super Bowl? Why in the world are they happy? They don't make any money from it. They don't get anything from it. You know, the people who played, they made money. What does he have from it? Okay. Seichel? I don't know about Seichel. It's a certain uh, emotional thing, I guess. So, Torah mechavis li Somebody who's really connected to Torah. It's the most ridiculous thing. You might be proud that your team won. It's, it's, it's hard like other things, but, uh, you know, to make it uh, into a major event in a person's life, it comes when the mind of Leif The same thing. When a person, a person gets angry, says, when a person is kayas, it says, kilo kayas, kilo What's when you get angry? It's, why you know Eved Anger, it's a Yitzhara. Yitzhara. If somebody uh, eats trefis, it doesn't say, if he has a type of a trefis, it doesn't say kilo evidavidazara. It's kayas, it's kilo evidavidazara. It's very hard to understand. But kas is so senseless, it's so ridiculous, it's so absurd, acting on kas, that, that it only comes from a leif hapani metayra. It only comes from... Now, nobody wants to be tested... But the fact is, if from the distance you see someone angry and his face gets red and he starts uh, hollering and you just, you could look at him it's just like, I don't know if they have recess in the base Medrash or Nailah or not. I think they have recess, they take a break. But they take a break and they're allowed to watch some comedy show. So you just look at Eilam Mazer a little bit. You work from a perspective of somebody who's uh, removed from the Taibus Elohim. So you show him somebody who gets angry, he comes home, and something is not the say that he wanted it to be, and, uh, and he gets angry and he starts screaming. It's the funniest thing. If you look at it objectively, except that it's sad, but objectively, you look at a man, he walks into a house, and uh, you know, the slippers are not where they're supposed to be, or the mail is not where it's supposed to be, and he says, I told you a hundred times, he gets all upset. And, um, you know, then after he finishes screaming, his wife tells him, no, you left your slippers. You don't want to left the slippers upstairs. So what does he say? That's how in control he is, right? But the point is, it's the most ridiculous thing. It's the funniest thing. It's a leif haponi, a leif haponi. It's, it's a person whose kuloi uh, lets his life carry him. A person has to understand. It's, it's, it's a lesson. It's not a good thing. I don't know why the Levi ends. Maybe it's a lesson to the Levium that they should think about it when you finish your Aliyah. You know, think about this for a while. But it's good to think about. People do things because of... Uh, because of... Uh, their cycle is not carrying them. Their is not carrying them to do what they have to do. It's a discipline. It's a tremendous discipline. And so, sometimes, you have to take little boys, and in order to incentivize them to do what their brain knows they should do, but the heart tells them not to do, so you offer them prizes. What's a prize? A prize is something to make the lave go along with the, with the seichel. 
Leib should go along with the seichel. You know, for, for pizza, they're going to come learn at night. Their brain really knows they should learn at night. If you give them the pizza, it cancels out a little of the, a little of the lave that, that wants to be lazy, and it, 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 works, it works to a certain degree. It depends how big the prize is. But this is, this is the Avaidah. The Avaidah of a Bentaira, Archaim HaKadosh's Bentaira, is, is to be in control, to let the Seichel be in control. Not easy all the time. Sometimes you have to catch yourself. But the Seichel should be in control. Be in control. Uh, your people, uh, your young people, you're going to start a home, you're going to have a, you're gonna have a, a house, and someday you'll get to your 50th anniversary. It usually takes 50 years. You get to your 50th anniversary. You should get married, you should have a goal. When you get to the 50th anniversary, my wife should be able to say, he never raised his voice in the house. He never raised his voice. It's a big praise. So when a man marries a woman, it's, so you only think it's a shidduch till you, till you get married, till you, till you, till you end up in the, same, uh, in the same apartment together. And then you realize that... Um, you know, what was I thinking? <laughs> like, what was I thinking? The dorm was easier, you know, here. You know, there's uh, there's is suddenly there's a, there's a different opinion about what I should do, what I should wear, and the, you know, where I should go, and uh, how I should think, and uh, it's a challenge. The brain tells them, knows what a person's supposed to do. The brain always knows. It's in the science. The science. It's an avayda. A person, no matter at what stage in life you are, even if you're an accountant and it's tax season and you're barely keeping up with the dafyaimi or you're falling behind the dafyaimi or whatever it is, and, and you're not able to put in the time to learn, you still have to be a ben tire. You still have to see yourself as someone who's connected. The, tire, the whole tire, the whole avayda is overcoming what your emotions tell you to do. Your emotions don't want you to sit by a safer and concentrate for an hour or more than an hour. Emotionally, the emotions want you to rest, to go have a good time, stay in bed. It's the brain that has to control. It's the seichel that has to control. So at different levels of mekaitzeruach and avaydakosh. But the, the, the point of the Pasik is that... That there is such a thing by Maminim B'nai Maminim. Kashbarhu said that Kashbarhu is, of course, was right. And still, even Maminim B'nai Maminim, when it's Kaitsarach and is very, very difficult. In your brain, you can be a Mamin, and emotionally, you get carried away. Carried away. Your brain knows, and your heart uh, pulls you as if, as if you don't know. So at any rate, uh, this is the Avaid of Maishu Rabbeinu Kala Yisrael. The Avaid of Maishu Rabbeinu Kala Yisrael, the Rambam says, the Pshad is, there are two stages. There's the first stage, where they were taka miracles, and taka Kala Yisrael were treated like people on a lower madraga, where they were coming from Mem Teshari Toma. They treated people on a lower madraga, and you have to, you have to they tell them, yeah, it's a school to do it. It's a school. You know, they made a list if or schoolers. Every one of his schoolers either says in Gemara or says in Shulchan Aruch. Right? He told some people, uh, school of that is to uh, is to eat Malavim Malka. 
Somebody else, the school for that is the first Bahab. You know, somebody else, the school, I know somebody who had lung cancer. And he was a Tamari Yeshiva, and he went to Reb Chaim when he was diagnosed. He said, learn Hilchus Reya. Learn Hilchus Trefus, Hilchus Reya, the din of checking a lung. That's what we told him. And Reb Chaim, the Racha Kedush that he had, the person who was, his father, was a Shaykhit. Who Rav Palm brought into class with a Raya when I was in a shear, you know, he, he brought him with a Raya to teach us how to check a Raya. Not that I learned that I know forever, but, and it was his son who had this diagnosis. He told him to learn Hilchas Raya, and he went to learn Hilchas Raya, and Baruch Hashem, it's, it's 15 years later. But uh, every one of his schoolists was what says. Now, all of the childish schoolists that they have, which so, you know, like the Rambam says, sometimes yeah, maybe there's a source to, to tell people the Irish guy, you know, it's like a prize. Like you give a pizza to a little boy, you see, you give him some uh, some uh, the other things. Maybe it's Kadai, maybe it's not Kadai. I, I don't know. But, uh, what matters is what matters. Anyway, this is this is the idea. This is the Nisayan of B'nai Yisrael and Eretz Mitzrayim. The way the Rambam explains it, it's the, the maybe the shortest Arachayim. I don't know, is there any place you could check for what's the shortest Arachayim in the Torah? It could be this is the shortest one. It's, it's two lines, Arachayim, you know, Arachayim. Not that I learn it all the time, but I always see it on the page. It's never like a Rashi, it's always long. And here, it's, it's two lines. And he says, and Keatar, Mechavis Daito, Levi Shaladam. It makes the life the more open. So it's an important lesson from the parasha. And uh, the main thing is, I'm telling you this, the main thing is that I should listen, and I should remember at least for the rest of the day today. It's, uh, you know, until a person has, is tested, emotions are the natural reflex answer to a challenge. Human beings react emotionally. You have to stop a minute. And, you know, if your goal is, you'll never raise your voice in your, in your house. If you have that as a goal, so, you know, it's, it, 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 it's like a prize, you know, that you're shooting for, that, to be able to do it. So, Hashem, I still have a couple of years to go, till the 50, but I hope, I hope I'll make it to Hashem. Now, good Shabbos to everybody. You've just experienced another Torah class, brought to you by TorahAnytime.com.